Hello friends, uh, the sound on this one is going to be rough and not just our regular rough. We had some technical difficulties, so bear with us or come back next week. Thanks. Hi, welcome to What's the Tea. I'm Art of the Edgy. And I'm Nick Jew. Uh, how's it going? Yeah, I feel like we're still in 2017. <laughs> <laughs> Do you? I'm like, I know they told us it was a new year. Um, <laughs> however, however, I'm I'm still on my old on my old shit. I mean, I'm not putting hot sauce in my used condoms, but like, right. my God! Wow, that was very specific. Have you not heard about the Champagne Father? Oh, God. No. Um, cue my theme music. Oh, this don't make no goddamn sense. I said this. Don't make no goddamn sense. Uh, so, allegedly, uh, Mr. Graham was engaged with a young woman and there was lots of conversation about the consensual nature of their casual encounter and then after they had consensual protected sex he took off his condom uh, and like tied it into a knot and threw it into the trash can and then the young woman went into the bathroom, retrieved the prophylactic, and tried to uh, put its contents inside of her to, you know... Oh, yeah, which is probably why he tied it in a knot. Uh, but he put hot sauce in the condom after okay. he had finished using it. I'm, I'm going to say one thing. Please, please, uh, please stop me. Please stop me. Now, you know it's a couple of you girls. I don't care. But I will always give credit where credit is due. Like, you, know, you know, I don't go up for Aubrey. <laughs> I go straight down. Directly to the flow. But you know, a man of his stature and financial prowess probably ha- does not want anybody else to say he fathered their child. I'm, so she was doing dirt. I mean, vasectomies are fully reversible. Absolutely, 100%. But, like, he's, maybe he don't want a vasectomy. It's not, he did his due diligence. He was wearing a condom. He really was. And I saw that ad where they were, like, chopping that cucumber up inside the motherfucking Durex. That shit is not going nowhere. Right. No, he did his due diligence. I would say if he was, like, Nevadius or whatever that man's name is. And he was out here having a bunch of... Oh, you mean past participle? Yeah. <laughs> if he was not out here, you know, having a bunch of unprotected sex and then something bad happened to a woman, that, like, that's different. But Aubrey did what he was supposed to do. Now, the vindictive nature of the hot sauce in it, you know, whatever. But, I mean, look what she was trying to do. I, I just feel like if that's the point, I, I you know he, I would I would hope you would choose better partners. I would hope that you would not be having sex with women who you think are 
think are going to try to inseminate them. But you know, you know how they do that. He's so, it's also how do you know how to you know when you're meeting at the club or in the direct messages how do you know you don't there's really no way to know so and he, you know i don't i i will even go further to say that i don't think he put the hot sauce in it with the intent to harm her i think he did it to like neutralize the sample really yes because he didn't know i don't think I don't think I would have assumed anybody wouldn't go in the trash and try to get my sperm out of the condom if I was straight. I would think all these bitches were trying to get my baby. <laughs> I just feel also like just flush it down the toilet. The to- the condom? <laughs> yeah. You can do that? You can flush anything down the toilet. Is it but good is it good for the yeah. septic system? <laughs> no. <laughs> Of course not, but like flush it down the toilet. And the, and the plumber was like, bruh, you can't flush any more condoms down the drain. Or like, you know, rinse it out in the sink. <laughs> just like there, there are ways to be smarter. I just felt like an I didn't get dotted and a T didn't get crossed and he was trying I to take a shit. Very thorough. He did, he, that shit did what it was intended purpose designed to Or like stick a piece of toilet paper in there so it like goes in the toilet paper. Like they're, they're, I just, listen, straight men, if you're out there and you're looking for ways to like dispose of the sperm, like to humanely dispose of the sperm, DM Nick Jew and she will ask me. I just, I just don't understand why you feel sorry for her. What Girl, you're in the trash digging a used condom out that you got what you was looking for. She was trying to be grimy. To me, like, that's that's not okay. Like, he did what he was supposed to do in order to not create another human. And you taking his, that's like gotta be kind of illegal, no? It it does feel quite gr- quite grimy. Yeah, that's not okay. And that's what she did. Hot sauce in her food. <laughs> trying to be grimy. Just mm. because I don't like him, wrong is wrong. Oh, sweet Jesus. Um, what's the tea? Uh, Steve Harvey, breaking news. Nope, nope, sorry. I'm recording this week. I'm hanging up. <laughs> Steve Harvey slams cancel culture and says political correctness has killed comedy. <sighs> okay. I'm read the article because I, I get a feeling that the title is just sensational and I feel like Steve, um, but, I mean, I don't know. Steve Harvey is variety. Steve Harvey slammed cancel culture at the Television Critics Association press tour while promoting his new ABC daytime courtroom series, Judge Steve Harvey. Oh, my God. Television host said that it would be impossible for him to do a comedy special in today's climate because cancel culture could cost him his courtroom show and Here's the quote. The only way I can do one more special is if it's at the end of my television career because it will end my television career. Harvey said, we're in the cancel culture now. No stand-up that is sponsor-driven can say anything he wants. Chris Rock can't. Kevin Hart can't. Cedric the Entertainer can't. D.L. Houston can't. 
I can go down the list. The only person that can say what they want to say on stage is Dave Chappelle because he's not sponsor driven. He's subscription driven. I'll continue the quote. If I had tried to continue as a stand-up, there's no way I could maintain it, Harvey told reporters. Political correctness has killed comedy. Every joke you tell now, it hurts somebody's feelings. But what people don't understand about comedians is that a joke has to be about something. It has to be about somebody. We can't write jokes about puppies all the time. The joke can't be about bushes all the time. Some of these jokes will have to be about people because that's the most interesting topic. So if I come back, I'll have to wait until I'm done. And I'm not done. I want to do one more. I'll probably have to call it this is it. I just don't understand. Like, okay. I I was auditioning for a TV show yesterday, or I had to make a self-tape for a TV show, and there was a joke in there that I, like, definitely did a hard cringe over, and I'm like, okay, this is the first draft of a joke, I get it, but there were other things in that episode that my character said that were very funny that were not offensive, like, it is absolutely pop, like, you know who, I mean, like, Cat Williams, to me, will always be one of the funniest comedians. Also, like, don't try to get in a battle with him. He will have you wishing you never took a breath. But, like, he said, like, if you, if the only way you can be funny is to insult somebody, you don't have the gift, baby. Right. And that, and he, and Cat Williams actually said something really brilliant about that to that, to that extent. Like, and I, before pandemonium i was going to see comedy several times a month regularly yeah we i saw it with you most of the people i saw were black most of the men and not a single one of them was making jokes that would get them quote-unquote canceled you can make you can even make jokes about transgender people you just have to know how to write a joke so that that person's transness isn't the punchline Right. It's like and there's a difference between telling a joke that. and sitting in a barber shop. Exactly. And if you can't figure out how to do that, it's not the fault of comedy. It's your fault. Comedians are evolving. And now this is the other thing. What the fuck, Steve Harvey, do you want to say so bad about people that it's going to end your career? Do you fucking, what's his name? That was like masturbating. Louis C.K. He's got a website promoting a comedy special. Now, it ain't Netflix. It ain't HBO Max. He had to promote it on his own website, but he performed that fucking comedy special in Madison Square Garden to a sold-out crowd. Yeah. Yeah. Not canceled. Not canceled. It's just ridiculous. You want so badly to pick up your... to to use the platform that God has blessed you with to say mean things about people, and if you can't do that, you don't know how to do your job? Yeah, it's... How does that make sense? I mean, to quote Nick Jew and Arch of the Edgy, that don't make no goddamn sense. Either that, or he's doing that stupid shit where he's being overly cautious, like, you, you just can't say nothing. And he's an old man, and doesn't have time to catch up with the five things that you can't say anymore. Like, 
I could put on fucking Kings of Comedy right now, I don't recall a Steve Harvey joke that wouldn't fly today. I'm trying to think about... I mean, he was not the funniest person in that special. No, that was Bernie. Followed very closely by Cedric. Bernie, yeah. And then <laughs> Steve and D.L. were sort of tied for dead last. Around this part of the I would, I would actually like to revisit D.L. Because I know he has a very iconic joke in there. Um, so maybe next time I watch it, I'll actually watch it. You'll actually watch it and not skip through it like I do on the Tyler Perry movies or the plays when they get to the singing. I just skip to the singing. Skip it. Like We don't want to see y'all acting. No, I skip the singing. I want to see the acting. The, the, the songs are too, they're too long. Uh-uh. You're not going to make me through the scene. Oh, no. We're just like that's like we're the perfect Starburst pack. Like you know, I'll I'll watch the scenes. You watch the movie, or you watch the singing, and we'll just tag out. <laughs> oh, what's the Um, okay. I feel like we've been doing this for almost ten years, and there are lots of things that our listening audience knows about me. Um. One, I'm a garbage disposal raccoon ass nigga who. <laughs> Did you try the Taco Bell? <laughs> who will put just about anything into his mouth and then probably date it for 15 months. No. Um, I will not. Oh I will never. <laughs> But I, but let me tell you, the reviews of seeing some of my fallen brothers and sisters eat those confusion wings. <laughs> now I've eaten wings from Little Caesars, so like, who are me to judge? Listen, I've eaten wings from the Senate. <laughs> they were not bad. Now what meat was it? Don't ask me, because I can't fucking tell you. My. <laughs> Diarrhea from eating wings from Taco Bell, you're getting what you deserve. 
I mean, no lie was told. Also, remember when somebody had found a um, dried, uh, fried chicken head in their nuggets from KFC? No. There was a picture going around the internet? No, I do not. What? Yeah. It was like a, a chicken head in a, in a box of nuggets. Oh. Oh, well. Fried. Right. Battered and fried. I mean, at least it was fried. Maybe it was Photoshopped because it was like long ago internet day. I don't know. It's it's not too many it's not too many things I'm not gonna eat, but I I will have to draw the line at I wings from Taco Bell. Yeah. I still eat the chili from Wendy's. I'm, I know that. You do? Yeah, it's good. Is it? It doesn't. Uh, there's look. People always talk about how Taco Bell is, you know. Horse meat. It gives them diarrhea anyway. I Taco Bell don't do me like that. I mean, listen, I I understand that our podfather listens to our show. Um, I'm I'm finna go to Arby's this week. <laughs> I'm sorry, Dad. I'm sorry. I'm finna go to Arby's this motherfucking week. It does me right. I haven't, I haven't had it in such a long time because uh, the last time I had it was when I lived in North Carolina because there was one right by my house. So I was, but I do think that it just tastes a little different. I feel the same way about Wendy's. I think their chili was sweeter in North Carolina. Uh, something, it's, it's interesting how some things don't change at all, like Taco Bell, Taco Bell, Taco Bell. But maybe right. it's the ingredient quality that, like, because in California or whatever, we're right by farms and shit, so maybe... <laughs> what, do, what do farms have to do with Taco Bell or Wendy's or Arby's? Lettuce, tomatoes, like, you that's true, but I'm like, we not getting no fresh vegetables. <laughs> yeah, tomatoes, lettuce, onions in some cases. You name it. There's a great potential for bacteria and shit with that. Fully, fully. I just, I, you have more faith than I did in the, <laughs> the core, <laughs> in the, right, in the quality of ingredients being used well, on our. Well, that listeria works is you don't even need to have had the lettuce, so it just needs to come in contact with one of your toxins. That's fair. That's fair. It is, it's really yeah. dangerous out here eating like a garbage pail kid, and yet, <laughs> still like the, the lace on a sweaty wig, I rise. Wings from Taco Bell, y'all. Please don't do that. The the one that truly sent me, like truly sent me, like I was cackling at two o'clock in the morning and I thought the people upstairs were gonna tell me to go fuck myself was somebody said, I got gas for two thirty five. Unfortunately, it was from Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody said I ate the Taco Bell wings and my stomach sound like two boots in a dryer. <laughs> like your stomach does the, the beat from the beginning of Get Low. <laughs> <laughs> tried the wings, you know, let us let us know, <laughs> because I won't be doing it. They're doing it just for a week? We're in, we have a Wait, that's it? In America. I think it was just for a week. 
Oh, child, you, you know you know that ain't chicken. Like, where the fuck are you getting chicken wings from? I, I truly have not seen a squirrel in so long. Actually, in, in fact, this morning on my way, I'm back in New York City. Um, concrete jungle, wet dream tomato, or whatever that lady said. Um, I'm back in New York City, and I did see a squirrel, like, literally jump for his life. And I was like, oh, that bitch is running from Taco Bell. Oh my god! I'm What's so the tea? Yeah, no, I think I'm, my kettle is filled. I um, we need it back because this don't make no goddamn sense. So, what my thing is? This don't make no goddamn sense. On special episodes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you know. Have an NBA league cast. You, oh, you, oh, God, oh my fucking God. Okay. So I watch the, the, the NBA league but, like, NBA TV is a uh, paid channel, apparently. Okay. So, because I'm in market, and, they, and 10 minutes of a Wizards game was left, they were not showing the Warriors-Cleveland game, which was played return. So, tonight, the two best teams in the West, the Grizzlies and the Warriors, are on NBA TV tonight, and guess who can't watch it? Yeah. How dreadful. The the racism really just needs to stop. So, like, I have to buy NBA TV, and I still might get locked out? So, will you be buying NBA TV? No. <laughs> hell no. So what are you going to do? I was trying to do, like, a free trial mm-hmm. on something, but you have to add NBA TV. Oh, so, ew, no. People who really care about me were like sending me videos of his entrance and things. And then um, our good, our good Judy let me log into her like Verizon. I mean, not Verizon, child, Xfinity. But Xfinity was hating because I'm not on her Wi-Fi. I couldn't watch it live. Oh my so, God, for real? Yeah. So she was recording it, and I basically just like waited and started watching the recording while we were playing. So I was behind. But it, eventually, tonight, I just turned it on and watched the whole So, I'll probably do that tonight. Just let it get, like, you know, 20 or so minutes into the game mm-hmm. and start watching the recording. Wow. I, I definitely, like, I am a double water crybaby ass, sucker ass, punk ass, mark ass, simp ass, buster. Don't talk about my friend like that. <laughs> Um, so sporting events regularly make me emotional. Uh, uh, are you such a baby? Does the dolphins make you cry? Oh, no. Do you know that song? Oh, I don't think so. He's like, are you old enough to know I Only Want to Be With You by Hootie and the Blue? Oh, yeah, I know that song. I just know all the lyrics. Oh. Um, yeah, I definitely know that song. I've sung it at karaoke. Um, but, um... I got emotional watching him get off the bench. It was great. It was 
so great. It was one of those. 11, in his 11th season, two and a half years, somebody was like, the last time Clay Thompson played in the NBA, John Morant was in draft pick. That's wild. That's wild. It, it, I mean, you know, there's just a lot of bad shit, and and I don't know. Like, I feel like sports has always been the great distraction for us, which is why I feel like Cha almost said last summer, that was fully almost two years ago, um, why the summer of 2020 was so uh, dramatic and, and traumatic because we didn't have sports to um, to take our attention away from what was happening in our country, um, and and I you know am grateful for that reckoning. I think a lot of the thing, a lot of the progress that is currently being made is a direct result of that unrest. Um, but my God, do sports really hold a, a magical place? And 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 not just like you know as a a black cisgendered man who is the son of black straight cisgendered men who sports was the only place they could show emotion. Um, but even like, even Venus Williams has said this in, in her many interviews over the last 25 years is that like, there is something truly magical about the power of sport and, and what it does um, for people like for the human imagination. Like it's just, it's so great. And, like, whether you're rooting for the Warriors like we are or you're a hating-ass nigga, which is, like, you're right, um, <laughs> there there was something truly beautiful about about that moment. I think there's not too many people who aren't rooting for Clay Thompson. Now, five minutes after that, it's going back to hating us because, obviously, with that particular puzzle piece back, we're, you know, it's over for y'all hoes. I think the road to the Western Conference Finals is through Memphis. It's the game we're going to be watching tonight, the preview. I think it'll be us two at the end. Oh, not Phoenix. I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know her. Um, what's happening with these white people? I feel like I am a week behind, or it's on tonight. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's on Tuesday. Oh, has it always been on Tuesdays? No, it used to be on Monday. That's why. I was like, wait a minute. Michelle Stephen was also on Tuesday. Great. So I was like a little bit like civically engaged. Oh my God, did you get arrested? <laughs> no. <laughs> did you get in some good trouble? <laughs> no. qualify him for running from office and they are citing the 14th amendment which includes a line about somebody um, participating in sedition and treason here it is um i hope this is not behind the paywall axios north carolina voters file suit to disqualify rep cawthorn's re-elected bid now 
it does it's, it's only like four people <laughs> but still um a group of north carolina voters filed a legal challenge monday to disqualify Rep. Madison Cawthorn from running for re-election, citing the Republican lawmakers' involvement in a rally preceding the deadly Capitol insurrection. Um, the voters contend that Cawthorn violated the 14th Amendment, which states that no person who, having previously taken an oath as a member of Congress, shall have engaged in insurrection or rebellion. Child, you know the only fucking constitutional amendment that these fools think about is the second one. Right. But, you know, I, again, I have been screaming this for the entirety of my adult life. I uh, dramatically left two group chats over the weekend (laughs) over this shit. Um, The solution is always more voting. Like, I just... I don't, I am getting tired of having this same argument every 38 seconds. And like, you know, I am a person who has zero desire to run for office. I have never quit a job of mine to uh, work for a campaign. But that doesn't mean that I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. (laughs) And I, the the solution is always more voting. If you, if you don't feel represented by your elected officials, vote for somebody else. Like it's very simple. And and yes, you know, obviously with a you know, a a government like ours, which is still, you know, one of the youngest uh, government systems in the world. Um, It's an experiment. It's a living experiment. Some people believe in the the deity of the tax-evading human traffickers who started this experiment more than, than others do, but, like, I mean, listen, listen. This is why I will, this is why I will not be qualified to teach preschool because I'm trying to teach. <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, and then Mr. Reggie said that Thomas Jefferson was a rapist, and they're like, oh, "What? Well, he was." My nephew was in like the sixth grade and had to write a little paper about why the Civil War was fought. And he about it and I was like well the 6th grade answer is and you know gave the 6th grade answer. what was the 6th grade answer I'm so curious the 6th grade answer to why the civil war was fought was because the good white folks of the north thought slavery was real bad that's a great 6th grade answer I was like but when you get to high school <laughs> uh-huh. you What's the high school answer? I want to hear radical ass Auntie Nick Juice high school answer. The high school answer is the people in the North did not profit from slavery and didn't think it was fair that these Southerners had this built-in income that they did not have. Mm-hmm. Make it plain. Make it plain. See, not, neither of us are going to get fucking hired to teach preschool. No. We can't teach the babies. Right. Um But, you know, like, there are so many organizations that are active in mobilizing to change the face of 
you know, like the face of Congress. Like, unfortunately, or or fortunately, there are two there are two lawmaking houses. The president's job is actually not to make laws, and unfortunately, we had four years. It is not the president's job to make laws. That's the executive branch. <laughs> the legislative branch. They're the one who makes. And then there's yet another one, the judicial branch. They enforce the law. Right. And, you know, like, just because we had a president that tried to act like a king doesn't mean that that's how all presidents should act. Whether Um, they are on your side or not. Or not. Um, And I feel like, and I mean, there are so many fucking videos and and shit and memes and whatever and and this woman said it really well today that the reason that our government was established the way it was is because there was a thought that people would have state loyalty over federal loyalty but now what's happened is people have political party loyalty over any other loyalty so you know we we've got to re-examine how all of these things work but like vote on the local level like the the local level is where you can actually have change and and again like i was i was kind of joking but i'm yeah i'm fully joking i'm not moving um but i was like low-key kind of serious about moving to pennsylvania to, to make sure that malcolm kenyatta gets elected not only just because he would be the first openly black gay man in the senate cough cough um but I did, I did, I did, I did say openly. Um, (laughs) Who's also married to uh, another black man who's a fucking doctor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He and Matthew are very adorable. Um, Barack Obama, are him and Mayor Pete going to be our first gay president or vice president? There is no fucking way that that would happen. All the fucking fanfic about them licking each other's booty holes in the Oval Office. Oh, no. <laughs> watch, watch Tyler Perry go make a TV show about <laughs> about that shit. I know you're listening, Tyler. Please don't do it. Let me write it first. The oral. <laughs> um, I have a I have a brief for you. Um. <laughs> No, but it's like, you know, like, thankful, thankfully, Malcolm started as a state representative. So, like, he was a locally elected official. He didn't just start running for Senate, you know, and he did it the hard way. And he's been advocating for people. He said something. I mean, he says lots of really smart things. He was like, your elected officials should look like you, like, vote for people who look like you. And, and obviously, if you're frustrated that the Senate's priorities are not your priorities, well, sure, then then mobilize around getting fucking Chuck Grassley's ass out the motherfucking Senate. You know what I mean? Like, why are we mad at Joe Byron and not at the 50 other Republicans who won't even show up to the Senate chamber to vote on voting rights? This shit don't make no fucking sense. And so I'm tired of arguing with, um, What's, what's a, a kind way to say this? People who uh, are wallowing in their, their willful ignorance of, like, actually how things work, I'm just, I'm not engaging anymore. I blocked three people today, and I felt so good. I didn't even think twice about it. Well, the new thing is that we're supposed to know they're joking. Child, I don't know you. In other political <laughs> <laughs> 
Are we about to start? Uh, we, 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 are we pivoting from whole shit and, and fast food to politics? Yes, we're pivoting. We're doing a we're doing a rebrand in our ninth year. I'm gonna give you all my news reporter. It's gonna sound a little like. I was just about to say, get your Elizabeth Holmes ass the fuck out of here. They come from the same. Clay Aiken. Yeah. For Congress in North Carolina. Yeah, he, uh, Not for the state Senate or the U.S. Congress. So, it's, yeah, the former American Idol contestant Clay Aiken is running for Congress in North Carolina. He announced the video Monday, eight years after he failed bid for a House seat in the state. Damn. Aiken, who finished second on American Idol in 2003, that's so long ago is running as a Democrat to replace long-serving rep David Price in North Carolina's redrawn 6th district. Okay, Clay. Price, also a Democrat, announced last October he would not seek re-election. Aiken lost a bid for Congress in 2014 to then-Republican incumbent Renee L. I mean, unseating an, un- an incumbent is very difficult. Especially a Republican in North Carolina. Yes, they have money, they have, you know, access, whatever. I didn't watch the video, but they said it was really good. And he presented himself as, like, a progressive candidate, the future of North Carolina. Like, it's cool at play AP. Yeah, and, you know, like, I feel like it's a great moment to check out his website and see what his platform is. Don't get mad that he's not voting to cancel student loans if he didn't uh, run on that. If he didn't campaign on that, that's not that's not going to be his agenda necessarily. Um, but you know, see if you could volunteer or pass out some. Like also the it, they have because of technology and thanks to scammers like Jen Shaw. Um, I pray to I pray to I pray to God you're guilty. I mean innocent. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's so easy to to digitally phone bank these days. Like you don't even have to put draws on. All you have to do is like type some shit. Like I keep getting text messages from these niggas, but the text messages work. The phone calls work. Like you know, the solution is always more voting. I promise. It seems like nothing is happening, but like conversion therapy is illegal in America. That is because of Democrats being elected, making laws, and making progress. Like, I I promise, I promise, it's not going to happen overnight, but just stay engaged. And my last piece of political news. Yes, yes, come on, come on, anchor. Breaking. McCarthy says he'll strip Dems of committee slots if GOP wins House. So this is another sensational title that if you click into the article itself, he's literally targeting four people because he's a petty-ass bitch. Um, but the implication of it, that if he, because he's currently the minority leader, if he, if the Republicans take over the House, that becomes the majority leader. I was like, there's one more if in that bitch, if they vote to keep him as the majority leader, because it's a whole lot of dissension in his ranks. He's trying to suck some dick with that claim. But go ahead, come on, come on, anchor. So he singled out Ilhan Omar. Of course. Uh, Adam Schiff. Of course. And Eric Swallow. Oh, just the three of them. Yes. And he said, um, he, so apparently he previously threatened to re- 
retaliate against Democrats in general for the votes against uh, Representative um, CrossFit and Paul <laughs> Oh, God. He's such a so, fucking moron. Breitbart interview published Monday. McCarthy was more declarative that Republicans would not let those members serve on committees if they take control of the House. Never in the history of Congress have you had the majority tell the minority who can be on committee. But this new standard, which these Democrats have voted for, if Eric Swalwell cannot get a security clearance in the private sector, there is no reason why he should be given one to be on Intel or Homeland Security. He will not be serving there, McCarthy said. Ilhan Omar should not be serving on foreign affairs, McCarthy added. This is a new level of what the Democrats have done. So he's a petty bitch. He also he also said Maxine Waters' name, which, my guy, keep, keep her name out of your mouth. But he wants to use their comments made um, about Black Lives Matter and stuff as in, like, inciting violence. Meanwhile, meanwhile, there are people in his caucus that literally encourage people to, I just, this is, this is, this is why, this is why I quit. This is why I quit trying to reason with unreasonable people because like the stakes are too high for you to get frustrated that you still get a bill from Sally Mae or whoever she sold your loans to. And the thing is, he's smart, right? So it's, oh, you guys want to do this? Well, we're going to do it to, to you, too, which is so petty and small. And I can't believe these are the people that are that are leading the government in our country. Like, so because and, – and one thing is true. One thing is not true. You cannot tell me that Maxine Waters incited violence with her comments about BLM and stuff like that until a group of Black Lives Matter activists – come up to the Capitol, break down the windows, and bust in that motherfucker. It's not the same. I just, like, why is Matt Gates still seated as a member of Congress? Like... Why? It just... Strange... Yeah. Holly, whatever the hell his old Woody from Toy Story's <laughs> mask name is. It, it strains credulity. Is, is, why is Lauren Boebert? Yeah, there's there's really it doesn't make any fecking sense. <laughs> um, and and this is why it's important to vote. And and obviously, like Kevin McCarthy is an incredibly powerful and very difficult to primary. There were some like progressive. Um, this person, I don't I don't think all people who try to like challenge sitting Democrats are progressive dum-dums, but this person um, and their followers, someone who tried to like challenge Nancy Pelosi and thought that if they beat Nancy Pelosi, they would be the Speaker of the House. Like, that's what I mean by like a progressive dum-dum. Like, you don't even know, you don't even know how the shit works, baby. You can't even turn lights on in this hoe. Um, so it, it's it's very difficult to challenge an incumbent who's that powerful. Obviously, Nancy Pelosi has got a ton of money and it's the only way that she's going to lose is if she doesn't run but like other people freshman lawmakers people who are wildly unpopular you can mobilize against them like it's it's possible it is possible it takes a little work 
You may have to talk to somebody who is not your friend or inside of your immediate social circle, but it is possible. It has been done before, and it can be done again. Um, that was that was a great that was a great little political segment. I think we might we might be given um, we might be giving some of these other hoes a run for their fucking money, bitch. Put me on. Put me on. <laughs> Um, we have a little feedback and then we can get out of here. Let's do it. We got an email. Did I? Oh, we read this. Damn, I was all excited from Yolanda. Thanks, cousin. Did we read that? Uh, I think so. She called us hoes. I mean, don't they all? <laughs> uh, yeah, I think we, if we didn't, that turns into my head, not my heart, the other feedback is about drag races we won't do here. We're going to do that for the hoes that pay. Um, super excited about this drag race season. I'm, I'm waiting for the unexpected twist. Um, but the, the, the queens that we were introduced on last week so far, I like a lot of them. But obviously the winner of RuPaul's Drag Race should be Cornbread. I mean, it, it's... For the next, like, six seasons. To to me, it does it. It's it's cornbread's drag race. Correct. I feel similarly to how I felt about Simone Simonier. Correct. Um, but you know, we'll see. It's always some fuckery afoot on RuPaul's anti-black race. Yes. Um. Okay. Who do we have? We have, but I have one. Uh, it's not Novak Djokovic. <laughs> um, I so apparently the case is uh, not over. Um, he did temporarily win his appeal uh, to have his visa reinstated, but apparently there are. I also just like love. I love the way that white supremacy forces people into like linguistic gymnastics. Like you can't. <laughs> You can't say that a powerful white person lied, so you have to just say that there are there are inaccuracies. Um, yes. Like it forces them to be so um, st- sterilely specific with their language. Meanwhile, I can't figure out our names or like how to not call us the N word. Child colored is not a fucking compliment, no. dear dear BBC. Just news you can use. Um, but there are some inaccuracies and some inconsistencies in his declared travel statements. Um, so the sports minister of Australia could still revoke his visa, and sub- which would make him subject to a three-year ban, which another player who tried to enter under a, like a flimsy medical exemption already received a ban this year, but there was no news about it because she's a woman and she has not won over a hundred million dollars in prize money. So nobody cares. Um, but, uh, the rules are the rules and right is right and wrong is wrong. Um, so we shall see. I, I, I do feel like I'm, I'm, I really lit my candles and tried to like cleanse my crystals that 2022 is the year the child hoes learned that white supremacy is not undefeated. That it's like, it's like, cause it feels like white supremacy is like Thanos and it like snapped his finger, but I, I think 2022 might be in game. Mm, mm. 
Damn. I'm ho- here's here's hoping. Here's hoping. Do you have a halo? I have two. Um Great, of course, because you're poly non uh you're a relationship anarchist. <laughs> um it's all baseball news. Uh I'm gonna butcher these names, sorry. Rachel Balkovic will become the next manager of the low A Tampa Tarpons. She's gonna be the first woman to manage a minor league baseball team. Come on, sis. And then we have uh what I said? Uh Jamie Vieira joining the Blue Jays as a minor league hitting coach, becoming the first woman to coach in the organization. Shame on you. But congratulations to these, to these ladies. That's amazing. I, I, it is so shocking to me that there are still gender-based firsts in sports. In sports. It's just like, Really? Damn, y'all are really hanging on to this misogyny tight as fuck. And you go, you don't have to go any further than the comments under those tweets to see why. The majority of people who watch that sport have disgusting, awful things to say about that shit. It's just like, I hate it here. What is her name? The woman who's like running a Boston on Jeopardy right now? Oh, yeah, uh-huh. I, she has uh, a name. She's a person. Mm-hmm. Amy Schneider, first woman to win um, a million dollars on Jeopardy. She's from Oakland, I think. Oh, come on, Amy. Um, and she's trans. So, of course, people, all the turfs have their panties in a bunch between her and... Uh, what the fuck does that have to do with... Ma'am, this is a Wendy's. Absolutely nothing. But between... Amy and MJ, the worlds are mad. The turfs are out. I won't even. None of their comments need to come on the television show. But I'm saying shout out to Miss Amy for running a Boston on Jeopardy. I love also that cornbread has the smoke for that trans drag queen that none of us see it for. <laughs> She was like, oh, does this girl think she was the inspiration for MJ winning a Golden Globe because she saw a Golden Globe on a geography book in fifth grade? Somebody said she was going to take credit for MJ's um, Golden Globe. Too. Yeah, like, girl, go sit, go sit down somewhere. Sit down. And then somebody responded with a video of Peppermint like, uh, no. Yeah, girl, uh-uh. Uh, meanwhile on Twitter. Oh, Lord. Who is this wonderful person? Wonderful person. John Reyes, 204, is his Twitter handle. He wrote, uh, even after a 12-hour night shift at the hospital last night, my wife still has the energy to shovel the driveway. God bless her and all our frontliners. Time to make her some breakfast. Prayer hands. It's a picture of this woman outside with a a snow shovel. And the only reason why you could see her is because she has on black, but everything else is completely white and this motherfucker taking a picture from inside of the house of thanking her for shoveling. Now, Wait, pause. Did you, did someone, did you hear that we think it's the prayer hands emojis but they're actually high-fiving? Yeah, yeah they're high-fiving. I say it, it's the prayer hands, damn it. I've known, for, I've known that for a long time but like everybody used to have the prayer hands it's the damn prayer. I'd, I'd, be, I'd be praying more than I'd be high-fiving so, you know. 
You know what I want in LA? Like the the language format? So no, he's from Canada. His bio says MLA for Waverly, Minister of Economic Development and Jobs, former small business owner, family man, proud veteran, Winnipegger, Manitoba. Not Winnipegger. That sounds like a racial slur. It really do. And he looks Asian. Okay. Um, but, you know, I was like, I don't know if this person has a disability <laughs> or whatever, but people are letting him have it. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I'm getting cooked. <laughs> you raggedy bitch. <laughs> Which is funny without being offensive. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> I think she's actually digging to find where you keep all your audacity. <laughs> well done. Well done. Unless John has a good excuse for taking this pick and not helping his wife, he'll become a noun for women who comprise nearly half of the U.S. workforce, yet still fulfill majority of household chores. You just need a sentence. My husband is such a John. I mean, that noun already has a use, but I'm going to leave that alone. <laughs> She's not shoveling the driveway. She's clearing a path to drag your dead body to the trunk of her car after she <laughs> Enjoy the man you have created, feminist. Good luck. Oh, God. I hate everybody. Bro, are you a bro? Put your phone down and get out there and shovel it yourself. Then make her breakfast. You bet Nicole Brown. I'm not sure. But I bet she would have preferred to come home to an already shoveled driveway after that 12-hour shift. Petetra. She was making sure an ambulance could get up the driveway because someone was about to have a camera lodged in his rectum. <laughs> Not in his booty hole. This dude pees sitting down, embarrassment. Okay, listen. Okay, I've seen <laughs> what we're not going to do. I've seen this used as an insult several times. Sometimes it's... Everybody hates women. Sometimes, you know, if it's like if you get up early in the morning and you got to pee, sometimes you don't want to stand up. You might fall over. It's good to sit down. You can close your eyes. Watching, but recently somebody said that standing up to pee is a privilege. <laughs> Sometimes it's a burden. It's I would I would love to I would love to sit down. The thing is, doesn't your nope. What? I just want to ask you a big fell into the soil water. You don't have to answer that with crap. <laughs> um no comment, but there are ways there are ways around it. Have I splashed? Sure, but like you live and you learn. It's better than fucking pissing all over the seat and having to wipe it up because I know some some of these nasty ass motherfuckers be doing the Jackson Pollock all over the fucking bathroom and then doing two shakes and le and leaving. It is the best part about not living with with a person with a family is that I don't have to do this and I'm not good. Okay. Uh, and you took a pic instead of helping her. Heterosexuality is terrifying. It is such a trap. Like, I'm so glad God put the taste of dick in my gay-ass mouth because, let me tell you. Uh, don't have a clue why this guy is getting crushed for this. He loves his wife. There's nothing better you can do for the ones you love than making sure they get regular exercise. <laughs> okay, I'm going to drop the mic on this one. We're celebrating what? Clink, clink. My divorce. 
Well done. Well done. Ah, be well on